0: Hi, everybody, this is Ginger. You'll notice in this bonus episode that Tracy sounds a little different from Lori and I, but it's still the same old Tracy, and we still have a blast. So enjoy this episode.
1: Welcome to Quilt and Tell, where quilters who love all aspects of the craft, from traditional and contemporary to art and modern, share their passion and perspectives on all things quilting. I'm Tracy Mooney.
0: I'm Lori Baker. And I'm Ginger Sheehy-Daddy. Today is our third bonus
1: social distancing episode of the podcast. Lori, Ginger, and I are going to chat about things to do while we're still sheltering in place at home, Uh, so stay tuned. How are you, ladies? Doing okay. How about you, Tracy? I'm doing okay. How about you, Ginger?
0: I'm doing all right. Surprisingly, getting used to life as it is right now. (laughs)
1: Yes. That's the trick, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it's just I I, I've gone through all those stages of grief, and I'm finally at like okay, just acceptance. This is life right now, and move (laughs) on.
1: (laughs) That's a really good good way to describe it. I think, um, I think I'm still having moments where I, you know, get upset. I mean, Lori will tell you she works with me every day, and I'm still having some computer problems with my 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 work computer, and uh, that makes me very frustrated and. Feeling not as, you know, like I'm getting as much done as I usually do. And it's very frustrating, but it is what it is, isn't it?
0: That's well, and it. it's got to be even more frustrating for you, Tracy, because you are out of all of us the closest to this, like your office. It's right there and you can't go to it. So I think to me, <laughs> right. that would be, I think that would up my ante if I was that close to uh-huh. it and being like, it's just right there. <laughs> right.
1: And I, I haven't been able to go over there. Um, and even, you know, the few people, so they've still been doing construction. Um, it's almost done, but I think there's still a few things that they're working on. And even if I want to go over for some reason, I have to call and let, you know, our, our managing editor know, sorry, not managing editor, editorial director know that we're, coming I'm coming over just so that she doesn't get freaked out because she's there during the day to, you know, sort of be there to accept quilts that arrive and packages and things like that. And I don't want to startle her.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: um but you get there and for instance, I went over one day last week at one point just to drop off a folder. And got there and um Kelly, our editorial assistant assistant was there. And I so wanted to just talk with her like I usually do, but it was so awkward. You could tell like we kept acting like we were going to walk towards each other and then we'd freeze. And so it was just, it's not comfortable. I'm not sure exactly what's been wiped down, what hasn't been wiped down over there. And so I went, you know, go over when I think about it, I grab a mask and I go, um, but really, it's been maybe once a week I've stopped in and I try to stop in on maybe a Saturday when no one's there is what I've been doing.
0: Mm, yeah, it's so,
1: smart. It's very, it's still very, very strange. And I feel like people, you know, my neighbors even, you get, it's so strange to see people and, you know, I've been wanting to, you know, try and be cheerful and friendly and it just seems awkward.
0: Yeah. And it's probably going to be awkward for a while. Like, it's going to be hard when we all finally do get to go back. And I can't give you guys a hug. Like, it's going to be all, like, should I, shouldn't I when I really want to? And, yeah, more yeah. and huggers, right? right oh yeah I'm a total hugger this is like pure torture like it is going right. to be torture for me because I mean I just I think I've, I've freaked out some of the upper echelons of our company because they'll meet me and I'll just be like I'm a hugger come on and they're like okay <laughs> so they'll probably be happy they'll be like oh thank goodness we put a you know if nothing else at least Ginger won't be madly hugging us everywhere
1: <laughs> too funny too funny well I've I've still been frantically working on masks. Um, Mm-hmm. And and I I counted and I think I've made about fifty and wow. I'm planning to go to the UPS store today and mail off some to family and friends in New Jersey who are very close to New York and you know need need masks. So that's been my um my project all weekend. And Lori, I was thinking of you because Why is that? My sewing machine decided to go on the fritz.
0: <laughs> no, oh, oh yeah. guys, I'm I'm telling you, if mine if it happens, I'm gonna be crying in the next one. <laughs> yes,
1: <laughs> well, I have no backup. Yeah, you know, it's funny because it, I it, it's funny. So my daughter has a Bernina, um, three hundred and fifty, and um, so as soon as she saw that I was struggling, she was like, "Mom, just use mine." And so I'm lucky that I have a backup. My backups backup is a singer featherweight um, that I've had for yeah. several years and I loaned that to my neighbor and so I don't have that one I would have to ask her for it back um but luckily I had Sydneys Bernina which is a relatively new machine and once I started using that one I realized how badly the other one was screwing up mm. and so you know it's funny because you just I started to notice like a couple of little things where I was like huh why is this stuff frustrating? And the tension was just completely like kept it. I would adjust it. It would be fine. And then it would slowly go to, you know, like the thread, the bobbin thread was like just a straight little line across the bottom or I could just yank it out. And I'm like, great. So at least I got all that fixed. And luckily, you know, as I, I posted on Facebook and Luana Rubin from eQuilter commented and she was like, this is why we hoard sewing machines. <laughs> it's kind of true, isn't it? So what have you guys been working on lately?
2: Well, I've actually finished two quilts in the last few weeks. I, I had one that was just a, a handful of blocks that got put to one side and I finished that one. And then For a blog, I needed to do a serger quilt and uh, got that one all done, too. It feels kind of good because there's there's that feeling of accomplishment, and yet neither of these were hard.
0: So I was assured of my success when I started. Uh, That's great. Yeah. And it's always nice to, like, put those projects kind of in between bigger projects because you do. You you need that sense of, like, I can do this. I can get something done. And so that's awesome.
1: So true. Such a good point, Ginger.
0: So what have you been working on, Ginger? I am still plugging away on my bedroom quilt and um, made so much progress this weekend, but sadly I finished up all my Marvel movie marathon. Like I got oh, 20 no. like some <laughs> films and it was so fun <laughs> and I was just as sad as like when it ended like in the real theaters and stuff. So um, wow. I, I think um, I am going to, it's been pretty amazing because I was watching them all in chronological order. So it was kind of like watching them in a different way and then watching them all together. So you really do kind of see how they all just tie in together. So it was wow. pretty fascinating just from a film point of view and me being the production person that I am. I appreciated I it that. for that, but it was just awesome because I did notice things that I hadn't noticed before. And so now my daughter's really pushing me to start watching the uh, Agent Carter series. So I may start plowing into that. I have a really good friend who's actually a writer on that show. And so I've seen him a couple of his episodes that he wrote, but I haven't watched the whole entire series. So I think that's probably going to be my next, uh, at least binging event. And I'm trying to keep it Marvel themed so I can have a really good sense of like, okay, this is my Marvel quilt, not my quarantine quilt. So that's what I'm going for. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Meraz, and now you
2: I did I- say that that when you say chronological order, it's
0: the order that things would have occurred if this was real life. Exactly. So it's like when I was first started watching, I started with Captain America and that wasn't the first film that they had made. It was actually the Iron Man film. And then they went back and so I'm watching it kind of in, and that takes place for those of you who don't know, like back in the the 40s, you know, with Captain America and how he came about. And then the next one I watched was actually Captain Marvel, which just came out like a year ago. So it's kind of fun watching that. I'll uh, I'll put the uh, list that I found that puts everything kind of in order. I'll put that up on the show notes. So if anybody else wants to join me in my uh, Marvel Marathon, and, and have their own, I, I will give, gladly be, give them a guide. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think I Somebody need to do it. that because yeah. I, I, when... when um, I oh, It's so pathetic. I always forget the names of the movies. Um, the the last one of the Avengers...
0: The Endgame or the... Yeah,
1: um, Endgame. Yeah. So uh-huh. when that had come out, I hadn't seen Captain Marvel yet and my kids oh. wouldn't let me watch it until i saw captain marvel and then i think we also needed to watch spider-man too There, it was just like all these movies all came out in the same summer but you had to watch them in a certain order if you didn't want to have any spoilers
0: yeah no it's true yeah no you definitely because the spider-man you actually had to watch after endgame and technically right. i think that's the end of the first whatever this phase of marvel movies is and so now they're gearing up with like the next phase and it's killing my daughter that she hasn't been able like uh black widow was supposed to come out in may and she's like why mom why so, Aww, we're, we're in a little bit of sadness over that but it's right. like it'll come out eventually i promise <laughs> yeah
1: yeah so it's it's just funny to me um we've been in an interesting space you know i've got like my sewing corner is actually part of our living room and so the tv is right there and uh so saturday morning i woke up and um my my son who's staying with us who's sheltering in place with us uh likes this band that's called king gizzard and the lizard wizard
0: Oh, my God. He needs to hang out with my husband. My husband <laughs> loves them. Loves them. Oh, we got to get them together. <laughs> oh, that's
1: hilarious. So I, I I knew my kids were into them for the past few years. And at Christmas time, I actually got them tickets to see them yes. at Red Rocks. Mm-hmm. That they was their Christmas present. Too. I know. Yes. So now it's not until October. Um, but apparently last week there was a, um, a documentary on them that you could watch for free on Vimeo. I'll find out if it's still available and I'll get, send you the link. Um, oh, please do. So that I will. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And so that's what was playing on Saturday morning when I was sewing, which is so not like what, although it was very interesting because I was like, oh, wow, these guys are really amazing musicians. The music is just like a huge spectrum though. Um, but that's not usually what I do. You know, usually I like to have a movie that I've already seen playing in the background. Mm -hmm. What do you guys like to do when you sew?
2: I do HGTV Mm -hmm. and the Hallmark Channel and movies I've already seen because all of them don't require my entire attention. Mm -hmm. If I I start sewing and making noise and miss 10 minutes, it doesn't matter. Mm
1: -hmm. I find I can't do HGTV, though. Because I wow. I find myself rewinding.
2: Yeah. Like oh I missed
1: that I gotta I go missed back. It. What yeah. did they say? What color was that well, rug they're gonna put in the living room that ties everything together?
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, and I mean, and that's the joy of Hallmark is the fact that it's so funny. Because honestly, I feel like when I first got started, it was at Christmas time, and so. They just have that Christmas galore, you know, at uh-huh. the end of the year where it's like 25 days and it's a new film every week. But really, is it a new film? Like, <laughs> it feels like every one of their plots is exactly the same. And, and and there is a comfort in that. And it's so funny. And so it really did kind of like that was my background for the first, like, probably three months that I uh, was quilting. Like, I totally like I can tell you every single one of those films and <laughs> what they do. And it's great because you don't really need to pay attention. You know what's going to happen every single yes. time. (laughs) isn't that funny yeah no i'm like you guys yeah no i i well like Lori, i like to have something that i don't really have to like just in the background just to hear it just to like kind of know that it's back there and that's why doing the binge that i did because i'd seen all these movies it was great because it was it was just kind of like a nice little refresher and then if i knew a moment was coming up i could just sit watch it for a second and then go back to quilting so it it was great it was really i knew when i needed to pay attention
1: (laughs) that's excellent
0: yeah, I'd love to hear. I'd love to hear what other people watch because I right? love ideas. Like, yeah, let us know, please.
1: I, and I will say sometimes I listen to an audiobook.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, that's kind of yep.
1: nice. Um, and I and I think that Audible actually just released the Harry Potter series on um, yeah. audiobooks. And so I've been meaning to check that out and see if that's actually true or not. Or if it's already over and I missed it. But, you know, if our listeners are looking for some inspiration of things to watch or do um, during while we're still sheltering in place, what do you guys got? You got any inspiration that you've noticed lately?
2: A couple of things. One, go outside, enjoy the sunshine. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, And then there are all sorts of things that people are doing knowing that everybody else is stuck at home too um at our quilting daily site uh, we do uh sarah's serger saturdays
0: mm. and yeah, that's with sarah gallegos right
2: yes and i'm not a serger queen so i've been watching those and i'm learning stuff it's pretty fun um and then pretty much You know, just go to all of your favorite designers' websites, and a lot of them are doing a block of the week or some kind of little tutorial. It's worth checking out. Mm -hmm.
1: And I would say the Serger Saturdays are actually quilting related. She's actually showing showing you how to make blocks with your Serger, which is kind of cool, right?
0: Yeah, it makes me want to get uh, have the surgery that I inherited. So it's making me want to go dig it out. Like I have it down in our crawl space right now. And I'm like, hmm, okay, maybe I need to go dig that out. This is the time. I don't know when else I'm going to have the time to kind of go out and get it and play with it.
2: And it's a fun time while we're stuck to be learning Mm -hmm. new things or revisiting things that we haven't done in a while.
1: Let's take a quick break to hear a word from our sponsor. Am I the only one who feels like I don't really have any extra time? No. <laughs> I just, I feel like I'm just, oh, I, I don't know. I'm in a funky headspace where I feel like I'm just always home. I'm always working um, or making dinner or doing dishes. Like I'm really getting like sick of doing dishes because we'd I eat know. every single meal at home. And I'm getting mm-hmm. a little bit tired of all the dishes and all the cleaning of the kitchen.
0: <laughs> and I just to get the planning of down. the meals. Right. I know. Ugh. I, I finally broke down and we bought paper plates. I was like, guys, I can't keep washing dishes. I was like, we've got to <laughs> break this up. So we try to like not use them for every meal, but it's like everyone, when we get pizza, I'm like, okay, that that's total paper plate food. Like we can yeah. use pizza <laughs> off a paper plate, you know? Uh, so uh, we're trying to save the plates for like the nicer meals. Like my, <laughs> my husband does this amazing chicken parm and he's been doing that like just about every other week. And so uh, I think this is an on week, so I'm excited. But, uh, <laughs> but nice. yeah, no, dishes Dishes are definitely uh, a pain. I feel. I feel like I'm kind of um doing a much better job of okay the work week's over and I like clear off because where I'm working is actually my quilting space. So it's like I'm doing a better job of just like okay no work I'm um, this is play time. I'm going to go and I'm going to play whereas I feel like before I, it just kind of sat over there and I didn't you know, make a big deal about it. So it, mm. it's kind of making me be more active on my quilting side at least. <laughs> I,
1: I got to agree with you because I feel like, you know, uh, even doing the podcast every week, it makes me feel accountable like I need to take the time. I can't get distracted by something else. May, take the time and actually work on a project. It makes me happy. It's, it's definitely my happy place, especially when my machine is actually working. <laughs> Not messing up the tension. Um, but it, it definitely keeps me accountable. So Ginger, what is happening in video land? Are there any new classes that are coming up?
0: Oh yeah, no, we've definitely we've got one that I'm actually like scrambling to get done because it's uh it starts on May 1st and this is it's a memory quilt master course and it's amazing um trish bowman is the uh, instructor for it and what we've done is these used to be individual classes and we're making it a master course we're offering all of them and you can go to just the quilting daily site and go to the video and tv and then just go to workshops and you'll see it Um, it's running from may 1st all the way through july 3rd and what we've done is we've taken i think it's five parts and so Done some really cool things, like things I had never thought could be memory quilts, but when you think about it, like, oh, they're totally memory quilts. So we have one that, uh, it's a, a part that focuses on children's clothing. There's another one that's t-shirts, which everybody, you know, or most people know about memory quilts with t-shirts. Um, so that's a great one, but it's an awesome. She teaches all these it is a great technique for it. Um, she does sports jerseys, which is great. And this is the time of year, you know, all the kids are finishing up with their, you know, whether it be high school sports or things like that. So it kind of gathering up those jerseys and doing that. Uh, Dress shirts is another one. So she does some really great things with like collars. But the one that I really just absolutely love and think it's awesome is neckties. Um, So it gives that kind of almost like a Dresden, uh, Mm. you know, block type of a Mm -hmm. look. And it's fascinating, you know, like going in and I'd never thought about like this. uh, She had done one. It was with her grandfather's ties. And it's like, oh, my gosh, to remember your grandfather that way, you know. And so anyway, it's a really great course. So I I need to kind of get off my butt and finish putting that together and uh, get that going. But that's going to be launching on the 5th. So it's available. You can register now and it'll start on May 1st. So yeah, so that one I'm really excited about. And Trish is just, she's such great knowledge. Um, She has a book that she's written on it as well. Um, So, you know, it's really just some great techniques that you can utilize. So yeah, that's you asked Tracy. Cool. I'm telling you. All so right. yeah. so that that's one that I'm really excited about. And
1: I <laughs> have a I have a tip for um, using ties, actually. Oh, so, nice. A while ago, it was might have actually been the last issue of Quilty. We had a quilt um, made by um, Elaine Terrio, and um, she did used ties, and she had these vintage swatch books of men's suitings it was one of the most beautiful quilts i have ever seen it was um, the quilting was beautiful the fabrics were gorgeous it was just sumptuous when you touched it um but the interesting tip that she had was she took all of the ties that she had collected and threw them in the washing machine and mm-hmm. i think we all gasped when <laughs> we heard her say that she did that because i mean they're, they're silk ties like you don't wash oh, yeah. them right um but she felt that if she was going to put it in a quilt, it needed to, you know, do whatever it was going to do. And if it was going to fall apart in the washing Mm -hmm. process, she didn't want to have it in the quilt after she did all that work. Yeah, And that made total sense to me. And it did nothing to um, the sheen or the look Mm -hmm. of the tie. They still looked gorgeous. And it, you know, I wouldn't have thought to do that.
0: Yeah, no, it's great. And I feel like one of the things in this course, too, is that it really gives you a good sense of like how to utilize stabilizers and things like that. Because I always feel like there's so many out there and it's like, oh, God, what is that one do? And how is that different from this one? And so I think, you know, that that's a key when it comes to these, uh, you know, working with some of these flimsier fabrics and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome.
1: You know, it's funny because I think you just kind of have to start playing with stabilizers mm-hmm. before you let go of that fear because I remember being you know a Mm -hmm. newbie quilter and being afraid of those kind of things and which one do you use and what does it do and and now I'm not remotely afraid because I've used enough of them where I can Mm -hmm. go to the store and I can you know I have no problem going behind the counter at Joann's and feeling all of them (laughs) before I ask them to cut them you know so. Well, I
0: made the mistake, I did do a t-shirt quilt for my husband that I still just need the quilt at this point, but I had all this free stabilizer that I had gotten from, you know, work and from people, and so I started utilizing it. I didn't keep track of what I was using, and I found one that I really loved, but I have no clue what... what stabilizer it was because I had so many different ones. So I need to keep better track of my notes when I'm when I'm testing out stuff and making sure I realize like, okay this is this one and that's that one. So that was a lesson learned.
1: (laughs) Well, you know, I've done the same thing and I even feel like making masks. I've made all these adjustments to the patterns that I've tried Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I started making notes um about the sizes that I was cutting because I sort of took the deaconess pattern and I tweaked it a little bit and then I added an extra size to it because there was like an adult size and a child size and then I found the adult mm. size was still a little bit small for my guys so I made it a little bit bigger um and now I've done so many tweaks I have no idea what I've done
2: on <laughs> you know?
1: it's just the way it is I think yep so, I was on Instagram over the weekend, and uh-huh. there were a couple of things that I spotted that, like, really got me thinking, mm-hmm. and I want to bounce them off of you guys. So, first of all, Tula Pink. Tula did a couple of tours of her right. um, space, and... If you're into Tula Pink, you want to go watch those because they were super cool. Um, but she shared a pattern using her new homemade line that is called Electric Slide, and it is a um. Oh my gosh, what is the pattern? The pattern has gone out of my head, Lori. Okay, so it's like a log cabin, but you start the square in the corner. Is that?
2: It's not. So, quite so it's a, qu- a quarter log yes. cabin.
1: Okay, so she did that with her homemade fabric line and the the square that she starts with is the sewing machine. And then, a oh, fussy cut. So oh, stinking good. cute that now that I'm I'm trying to figure out if I just want my husband to buy me a kit for that for my birthday ah. or not. Because it was just like, oh, but do I really need a whole nother quilt to start? Probably not, but it's so cute. Um, then I spotted... An idea, and I texted you guys the photos right before we started. Um, this person figured out a way to sort strips, and she used a laundry rack that's circular that has like mm-hmm. little um, what would you call them? Like spokes coming off of the center, and right. she hung her strings there, strips. But she was making string blocks that looked to me like they were eighteen inches square huge and I just went yeah. oh, that's genius <laughs> like you could totally use jelly rolls for that oh, yeah. kind of a string block and I just thought it was so cool because I whoever thinks to supersize it
0: oh yeah no and that that to me it's so funny I w- I was just talking with somebody earlier about you know I can't imagine doing like a tiny quilt because you just get into all those little details so i I always tend to like lean towards like oh yeah bigger blocks that'll get done quicker you know so that's brilliant. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, I love it, Lori. Do you make? Do you generally make big quilts too? I make big quilts, but not necessarily big blocks. Um, gotcha. I use big blocks when I know I'm in a hurry.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: but but most of the time, my blocks are twelve inches or smaller finished.
0: And, yeah, and have a no, piece I back. agree. I feel like it's a timing <laughs> thing. It's it's yeah. definitely a timing thing. If I know yes. I need to do something quick, like a quick baby quilt or things like that, then I tend to go with the bigger blocks. But like the one I'm working on now, it is. It's like a six and a half inch blocks that I'm using to make bigger blocks. So it's taken me a while, <laughs> but I'm loving it. I'm loving every minute. <laughs>
1: That's good. Because I think sometimes you start making blocks and how often do you you make blocks and then you make a few and then you're like, I'm not sure I want to make any more of these. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and I only have 42 to go. <laughs> oh,
0: I know, exactly. It's like when I start looking at the numbers, sometimes I'm like, oh, what was I thinking? But, uh, yeah. but no, I like this. I like this a lot because it gives it that like scrappy feel, but it's it's in the strips. It's awesome.
1: Well, that's good. It's always yeah. good when you still like what you're doing, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, how many? I, I, I think it's frustrating when you get to a point where you're just so sick of making the blocks that you don't want to finish. That happens wow. to me a bit. I get very distracted.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially like in, in the closer you get to being done, you're just like, oh, my gosh, I just want to be done with it. And it does it kind of like, you know, so I try to do as much as I can or just walk away, like walk away from it at that point and then come back when you are motivated again. Uh, but it, then it's tough because then mm-hmm. you do get distracted with other projects and that's how the UFOs build up. So yeah, that, it is, that's it's tough. <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm trying very hard to um, not start something new, to finish something. <laughs> you know? mm, do it. I feel like, you know, I've, I've finished like 50 things in the past week. Right. So yeah, yes, all those masks. I'm trying to remember that I've finished yes. all of those. And I think as soon as I get them in the mail, I'll feel like I've, I've finished it. Yeah. Um, And then I'm just going to finish up my, my scrappy trip around the world and then I'll feel accomplished because that's mm-hmm. like yeah, so that close huge. and that's yeah. so close to being done. So I'm feeling, I'm feeling pretty confident. Of course, you know what, next week when I give an update, what I'll probably say is that, you know, I finished all the blocks and, and now I feel like I just want it to be a little bit bigger
0: too oh, well and imagine how good it's going to feel once those masks actually get into people's hands and they're using them and you know, oh my god it's going to feel great you'll you'll right. feel so good <laughs> i i have to agree and so
1: i uh, the my friend who's uh, i mentioned before her daughter's uh nurse um when i told when i asked her for her address this weekend so that i could mail off the the masks she was so grateful and i just thought you know it's funny it's no big deal to me to make these. And mm-hmm. she certainly, you know, I, I don't even expect anything in return for this because I just feel like this is a skill I have. It's easy for me to make them. It doesn't take that much time. It's not stressful, especially when your machine is actually working. Um,
0: <laughs>
1: but, <laughs> but, you know, it's it's no sweat off my nose to make these for her. And I even expect, you know, I'm going to give her a nice variety of different sizes and and a few different styles. Uh, and I expect her to come back to me and tell me what worked and what didn't so that I can make her a few more. And um, and I just feel like it's it's definitely given me some focus that is outside of the walls of my apartment. And I think that's the best part about it
0: yeah oh that's great
1: yeah all right ladies i think that uh, we need to get back to work <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah, <I>
0: <laughs> so it Aww. has been so
1: nice to talk to you guys again i miss you all
0: so much yes no ditto it's a
1: high spot of the
2: week to get to talk to you guys yeah i agree that's right Aww. well more next week right
0: yes Sounds good. We'll have lots more updates. Yes, indeed.
1: Thanks so much for listening to Quilt and Tell. Remember, you can find more information about our sponsors or what we talked about today in our show description. If you haven't already subscribed, find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And please tell your friends. Thanks for listening and happy quilting. The Quilt and Tell podcast is produced by me, Tracy Mooney, and our executive producer of podcasts is Jared Mayer.